Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. Inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. So last week, we talked about loving yourself to success. And that episode was important to me because I feel like in order for you to really find success, you need to truly love yourself, love what you do, love the the hard parts of your life and learn how to get rid of the things that (laughs) you don't need to do. So this week is going to be all about teaching you how to stop doing all the stuff, right? (laughs) Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. I want to say that one more time. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I'm saying this because as moms, we pretty much do (laughs) everything because we can, right? We can do so much. We can do almost everything. There are so many moms out here who are rocking it out, running their households, doing their best job at everything, making sure everything gets done. And I mean, if that's what you have to do, then I mean, do it. But I want you to find a life where you don't have to do everything. And I can say like in my household, I have a very active husband. My husband is very active in our kids' lives. He works full time and he tries to help out with things that I have to do all the time, but I'm just going to be transparent. Even when he's doing certain things, he still has to ask me for help. (laughs) I might get a text message or a FaceTime and he's like, Hey, where is this at? Do we have that? How do you normally do blah, blah, blah? Because for the most part, he works on his daytime job and I work on everything else. So I'm grateful to have a husband who is active, but even then there's still some requirement from me, you know, and you know, when we even get to the situation of talking about like single moms, single moms don't have the luxury that married women or cohabitating couples do. And let me just put this out here. I am putting luxury in quotations because it's still not really a luxury. It's just, we have a little more help. We have a different dynamic is what I should say. And some women think that if you're married, that you have the luxury of having your spouse there. If you're cohabitating, you have the luxury of having your significant other there. What I'll say is the dynamic is different. I am not going to talk about luxury like that. Matter of fact, we'll talk about the luxury of stay-at-home mom life in another episode. (laughs) So I want you to know, women, whether you're a mom, an entrepreneur, married, or single, we carry a heavy load no matter what until we ask ourselves the question, do we really have to? You know, I know so many moms that fancy being the queen of multitasking or I'm just super busy. If that's you, stop it. (laughs) 
And I'm telling you this from experience because I used to feel like I'm the queen of multitasking. I'm always super busy. I'm doing the most. I always got something going on. But in reality, I was exhausted. And I meet so many women who are the queen of multitasking in their world. They feel like multitasking is the thing to do and that their calendars should be full and booked and they should be busy and stuff should be overlapping and they should be running late all the time because they're so busy. That is not the life. (laughs) That's exhausting. It's overwhelming. It will cause you to burn out very quickly. We do not need that life. And when you really think about multitasking, It is you breaking yourself up into many, many pieces to do many, many tasks, given a small percentage of your all to those things. I would rather you stop multitasking, focus on one thing and get it done and then move on to the next thing. That's why I live by my to-do list, you know, write down what needs to be done, break it up into three sections that I teach you in my course and then get it done on time with efficiency, get it done in a way that you are being productive. I don't want you to be multitasking and busy. I want you to be productive and winning your day and enjoying your life. Okay. So again, I'm going to say just because you can do something doesn't mean you should because it affects you. It can affect you mentally. It can affect you physically. It can affect you spiritually. It can affect you financially. It can hit you in so many different ways in your life. For example, let me talk about my son. My oldest son bought himself a watch, right? So he buys this watch off the internet. You know, it was from Amazon, right? (laughs) He buys this watch off of Amazon. It says it's waterproof. You know what he does with his waterproof watch? He gets in the shower with it. So here's myself and my husband like, baby, don't wear your watch in the shower. And he was like, but I can. It says it's waterproof. It can go under the water for up to X amount of liters of water or gallons of water. I don't know what it was. But he was trying to explain to us that he can wear his watch in the shower. Granted, he's in the shower. He should be washing up. But the watch was so tight on his wrist that one day we're sitting down at dinner and I realized that like his watch is glitching and his wrist is like a different color. And his skin was starting to break down. So his thing was a physical effect. He could wear his watch in the shower. So he did. And it caused his watch to act wonky. And it caused his skin to break down around the wrist. I made him take that watch off. Let it dry out. Don't wear it a few days. Let's wash your arm. Let's wash the armband on the watch. And let's try this again. And for now on... Just because you can wear your watch in the shower doesn't mean you should look at the results. So he understands. So now he washes his watch band. He makes sure his wrist is clean and the breakdown on his skin is gone. And he realized that just because he could didn't mean he should. And so he learned a lesson there. And the point of this story is he could, he absolutely could wear his watch in the shower. But it affected him in a way that he was not happy about it. More so, I was not happy about it. I did not like seeing my son's wrist all messed up and weird looking and the skin was scraping and it was discolored. I'm like, oh my gosh. And in my personal life, it did the same thing to me as a mom. So my health was starting to just go against me. It was not cooperating. It was not doing right. And I'm like, 
I don't understand why my health is not keeping up with my life, with my purpose, with my desires, with my drive. Like my health was shutting me down and no one could explain it to me. I was going to all these doctors last year. I spent so much time in the doctors because I'm like, what is going on with my body? And they had no answers for me. They had medicine for me, but they didn't have any answers. I said, well, why are you giving me this pill? Oh, well, this pill will treat this symptom. So they were treating the symptoms, but they didn't know the root cause. So I had to take a moment and sit back and really dig into what's going on with me. And I realized I'm healthy. I eat clean. I eat in moderation. I drink my water. I am healthy. I take my vitamins. I exercise. I get fresh air. I do all the things that I teach people to do every single day that I'm watching them get results from, except I wasn't getting results. The reason was I had some underlying issues that were affecting my health and ultimately affecting my mind. It was wearing on me mentally and physically. So instead of taking pills, I took a seat. I decided that there were three things that I needed to do to improve my health, to improve my business, to improve my family life, to improve my finances. So my family, my faith, everything. So I hit the four pillars of life, which I told you is faith, family, fitness, and your future, which addresses your finances and whatnot, your business and everything. So I hit those four pillars of my life. And I said, I need to sit back and apply these three tips to my life. And this is what I want you to apply to yours. So write this down. The three steps to learning just because you can do something you shouldn't. Number one is delegation. Number two is elimination. And number three is the review process to help you revamp. I'm going to teach you that using these three things is going to show you how you can truly love yourself and not do more work, but really love yourself by learning to do less work, therefore making room for more love on you. Okay. So I'm, and I want you to think about it versus for moms and entrepreneurs It's hard. We carry a heavy load. If you're a stay-at-home mom and you have a new business, it makes it even harder because you're a stay-at-home mom. You're trying to take care of your family. You're trying to grow a new business. Your money might be a little bit funny, you know, because you don't have two incomes anymore. You're trying to make it two incomes with your business, but you still have to figure out how to be that loving, nurturing, attentive wife and mom, and still a bomb boss babe for your business, right? And so you're trying to juggle all of this stuff and it gets exhausting. It gets exhausting. And you find yourself doing more and more, but what's happened is you're doing so much that you don't get to operate in your zone of genius. If you haven't read The Big Leap, it talks about your zone of genius. It's amazing. You should definitely go and read it. Again, it's called The Big Leap. I'll put the link in my bio so that you can grab you a copy of that book and read it and enjoy it. But part of this journey into those three tips, which are, again, delegation, elimination, and reviewing the process so you can revamp. Part of learning how to do that properly is like really figuring out your role, what it is that you want to do and what you are doing. You know, for instance, as a stay-at-home mom, I had a different view of what was going to happen than what my husband had. 
He thought I was going to be all domesticated, cooking and cleaning and, and sitting there doing finger paints with the kids. And I thought I was going to be living my best life. <laughs> I saw myself as the stay-at-home mom who worked my business and took care of my kids and that my husband and I worked together to make things in the house happen. I understand that he works, but I'm trying to work too. And the things that I'm taking care of with the kids and with my business, I need some time as well. And so that's why communication is so important when you're in a relationship. And I want to let you know, ladies, if you're like, this doesn't apply to me because I don't have a significant other at home helping me. Communication is still important. Communication with the fathers, communication with your community, communication with your sisters who can help you in the neighborhood. Like I know you got to be in some groups with some ladies that can support you where y'all can support one another. And so we had to come to an understanding of what this life was going to look like for us as a family, as a unit. And so I began to apply these three tips to my life, delegation, elimination, and the review revamp process. The delegation is you figuring out what's those things that take you out of your zone of genius. That's not in your zone of genius. That actually is something that you have no business doing. For instance, I have a website. And I find myself over here editing images and uploading stuff on the website and editing the website and doing my own copy. And I'm like, this is not my zone of genius. This is not what I'm what I'm good at. This is not what I'm great at. This is not what makes my heart beat. So I started to delegate. There are things with my podcast, things with my business. Those aren't necessarily things that I need to be doing. And so I began to let some of that stuff go so that I can operate fully in my zone of genius. And then after delegation, the next thing you do is elimination. But before I can even talk about elimination, I just got to tell y'all, as a mom, I felt so bad delegating. I felt bad having somebody else cook my food or prepare it for me. I felt bad having someone to come and clean my house, do my laundry. I felt bad about those things. Some people try to make me feel bad about wanting to put my kids in school. But the truth is, I knew what I needed and I knew what I didn't need to do and I knew what I needed help with. So delegation is the bomb. And I'm telling you, the more you delegate, the more you get to get in your zone of genius. Then you jump into elimination. So the elimination is ridding what doesn't bring joy or is extremely unimportant or unnecessary in your life. If there is something that you're doing that's not bringing you joy, as a matter of fact, if it's bringing you sorrow, if it's exhausting you, if it's making you just want to quit everything, (laughs) eliminate it. Now, there are a couple things or people (laughs) that you can't eliminate. You can't eliminate your kids. You can't eliminate your spouse. I know there are some people who eliminate their spouses, but in my book, elimination of the spouse is not an an option, (laughs) but There are things that you can eliminate that will truly help you to find joy in your life and peace and give you an opportunity to grow in other areas. Again, I'm trying to get you to your zone of genius. I'm trying to get you operating at your highest capacity. And when you're doing things that you don't need to be doing, that's unnecessary or unimportant, eliminate them so you can get where you're trying to go. And the last step is the review of the processes that you're already in. 
the things that are important, the things that are super necessary, but you find that it's taking you forever to do this stuff. You are taking up so much time doing things that are necessary for you to do because you haven't figured out a process that helps you to cut some corners. And by cut corners, I'm not telling you to do it sloppily. I'm telling you to find the most efficient way to get things done without doing extra. And the most efficient way is to make sure you're being productive and getting things done in the right time frame the way it needs to be done. I just, I see people do things and I'm like, oh, if you would just cut out this step, this step, and this step and add in that step, that step, and that step, it will shorten everything down. It will help you get things done faster and moving on to the next thing so that you can be productive. You can get stuff done and you can win your day. Because honestly, that's what it's all about, right? We want to win the day. We want to be productive. We want to get stuff done. And when we are working so hard to get stuff done, we end up doing everything. I know I've heard somebody say once, if you want it done and you want it done right, you do it yourself, right? Y'all heard that before? That's, that's, that's crap, right? <laughs> Listen, I was about to say that's rubbish because I've been watching these shows on Netflix and <laughs> they say rubbish. And I want to say like, that's rubbish, right? <laughs> No, if you want it done and you want it done right, find somebody who that's their zone of genius and let them do it so you can move on to what you need to do. But I'm going to tell you, when you implement those three steps in your life, you will shine brighter in your zone of genius and you'll allow others to shine in theirs. You're pruning. Today, I pruned my flowers and my kids were like, mom, what are you doing? I said, I'm cutting off the dead pieces so that it can grow, so that it can live, so that it can flourish. And they were like, what? They didn't understand. And I'm telling you, within an hour or two, my roses look fantastic because I pruned the dead leaves off, making room for the the flower itself to receive all the water, all the nutrients and the flower food. And it's not going to some dead part, some unnecessary part, some unimportant part. Put those three steps in your life and you will find yourself shining so bright and doing the most amazing things in your life that you probably felt like you never had time for. So repeat after me. I will delegate what needs to be delegated. I will eliminate what needs to be eliminated. I will review my processes and revamp where necessary. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Anyway, implement those three steps immediately and you will find yourself living a productive, happy, and healthier life. So thanks for adding me to your to-do list. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquela Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquelaLynn.com. Put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Good way.